Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one -on -one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today. We can become great at doing the, the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that pique his interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Happy Monday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us, yes, on another fun-filled episode. I am, of course, your humble host. And thank you for joining us on one of our sales conversations with the man, the myth, the legend, the host of Sell Liberty, Jeremy Todd. Welcome back to the program, my friend. How are you? And uh, what's new over in the Sell Liberty world? Yeah, uh, doing great. We just had our second episode, first episode with Spike. It went as amazing as planned, but really blown away with our second guest, Mike Abramowitz. Um, it would be the Saturday episode here, so make sure you go check that out. Uh, Mike really, really brought the fire on personal accountability and challenges us uh, to see things in a different way. Talks about a little bit of his journey uh, in the uh his frustration with the school system, but talks about taking action and doing it. So don't miss, don't sleep on that episode with a great dude, Michael Bromwitz. And he gives you some free books at the end. So yeah, I'd, I'd tune in. It's, it's uh, to quote Michael Scott, we have engaged in a win, win, win scenario. That's yes. Right. Uh, you win Jeremy. Cause you had a great guest. Mike wins because he got to be one of the, uh, the first guests here on sell Liberty. And we, the audience got to win because it was a great conversation. So uh, thank you. Yes, my friend for that. And here's my fun fact of the day. Cause I know we've been starting off every uh, sales and uh, marketing show we've been doing here on Mondays with a fun football fact. Cause we record on Sundays. That's right. Did That's you right. know, did you know this blew me away? So uh, Tom Brady is playing Justin Fields. Who's the quarterback for the bears. Mm -hmm. Not only is Tom Brady, and Justin Fields, the largest age differential between two starting quarterbacks in a game in NFL history, but it also marks the first time for Brady where he is playing somebody from Ohio State 
a college he never has played in his entire career. I say that because I know you were watching the uh, the Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Tua, yeah, in he he so he's never played a quarterback in the NFL from Ohio State. Yes, sir. Uh, Brady went to Michigan. So right, right, I'm sorry, I, mean, I, mean, right. yeah, yeah, I yeah, misspoke yeah. there. Yeah, so in in the NFL, but that's that's amazing because he's been in the NFL for like what 300 yes. years at this point. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's your fun NFL fact for the day because I know everybody's enjoying those little uh, tidbits. But Jeremy, um, let's start off today because have we, uh, well, let me ask you this: Have we sorry. reached the point now where uh, Brady has been in the NFL longer than quarter quarterbacks he's playing against have been alive? Yeah, no, this kid is like 21, and Brady's been in the NFL for 22 years. There you go. That's wild. That's, that's just scary. Incredible scary. power. Well, it's scary. But um, hey, we 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 see right now that um, you know, time is is ticking forward. Tom Brady, though it seems to be the the ever eternal clock, and he doesn't seem to change at all. Uh, and that also goes in in time uh, with with the LP's messaging. Doesn't seem to really change much either. How about that for a transition? Um, <laughs> that's a <you're> solid. <laughs> I tried. Just. Jeremy, uh, we we've been getting these emails from LP National and yeah. hey, you know, I, I so let's start off. We we discussed this before we hit the record button. This is not a crap on LP National podcast not at all. in the slightest. This is a LP National. We're going to give you some advice. Um, yeah. So LP sends out fundraising emails on the regular. Uh, we just got one here. It was for let's see. October 19th, uh, so five days ago as we're recording, so six days as you're listening to this, and it's discussing the topic of inflation. I'm going to go ahead and add this here to the YouTube. Uh, I'll read this email very quickly for your your audio listener, and we'll go through, and then we're going to dissect this, Jeremy. Um, So we'll start out here. Everywhere you look, and remember, this is from the LP National, um, everywhere you look, the threat of government action in the economy looms large over our heads. Whether it's the ever-growing list of infrastructure issues, creeping inflation, or anti-cryptocurrency rhetoric from Republicans and Democrats, our elected officials seem determined to double down on wrecking an economy that has already been abused by record amount of government intervention. Let's start with the Americans' jobs plan in all bold. President Biden's original $2.25 trillion one-size-fits-all attempt to fix the economy, rebuild our infrastructure, fight climate change, and maybe even make you live forever is jam-packed with wasteful and disastrous spending. More than half of the overall plan will encompass human infrastructure projects, aka programs that have never been considered infrastructure before the year 2021. These programs are made up of both nonsensical government studies and both political handouts, all wrapped up inside a 2,700-page bill. The plan also includes many Biden-backed by American regulations, giving us the latest example of a president who is confident he can use central planning to control the economy. The economic problems of today were caused by decades of government infrastructure building of bloated bureaucracy. Likewise, the American Jobs Plan and other misguided central planning schemes like it are certain to lead to more economic hardship in the future. With more spending on the way to help expedite our inflation and further damage the uh, value of the U.S. dollar, many Americans are turning to crypto and other alternative currencies to better retain value. However, threatening the federal government's monopoly on money could come back with pushback. Democrats and Republicans have gone on record against cryptocurrency to defend the U.S. dollar with no accountability for their misguided intervention into the economy having severely damaged it. This is why the Libertarian Party stands out against crony capitalism and all other interventionist approaches to economics in favor of a free market. Libertarians understand the real solution is simple, but it's also one the old parties refuse to accept. We need to stop intervening in our economy and allow people and communities to make the best decisions for themselves and their families. When that happens in a free market, the possibilities are endless. 
We cannot stand by any longer. Support the Libertarian Party's messaging and candidates today and help us fight for economic liberty and prosperity both now and in the future. Jeremy Todd, as I take a breath, <laughs> because that was a marathon to get through. Yeah. And everybody yeah. who listens to this show knows that I don't like to shut up. So the fact that that was a mouthful for me to get through is going to kind of start off with number one. This email is 5,000% too long. Um, yeah. I, I started out now again to, to reframe this. We're not crapping on an LP national, but mm -hmm. let's start out from the onset. Jeremy, I, I said it. I think everybody felt it. That was at least five paragraphs yeah. too long. Where, where should, if you're trying to frame an effective sales copy, should we start and let's look at this email. Where did LP national go wrong? Well, I, I will, I will answer that by telling you a story from a little bit earlier today. So, uh, we are, my son having turned seven months old today, it, it is time to, uh, for us as a family to start considering flu shots. And, it, you know, I'm by no means an anti-vaxxer. I've had all my vaccines except the new one, uh, which it, we sh shall not be named. And um, so has my family. My son is right on schedule with all of his. And we were just exploring some of the unique things that have to do with a flu shot, some of the things that could potentially cause adverse. What 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 is the anti-vaxxer really argument against this? And so we started exploring some alternatives and there is a, uh, a newer version out there. But as I started reading the, uh, the information and the data on it, I was like, okay, there's, I, you know, um, there's a lot of words here. I don't understand. So I handed it to my wife <laughs> who is a doctor. And I said, explain these words to me and what they're saying. Um, I needed it to be translated because I am a normal person and I needed to put in normal real world terms. Um, and I needed an expert to do that. This email reads like a pharmaceutical company explaining the pathways in which their drug works. Um, and what really stands out to me is they do that with the problem which is is fundamental. This is this is what's important. Okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, paragraphs. Seven, yeah, six, seven, seven ish paragraphs on focused on the problem, uh, and going into massive detail on the problem. There absolutely has to be conversations about what the we remember. We don't don't sell the product, sell the problem your product solves. Okay, uh, and and the, I want to applaud the effort in trying to do that. The problem is we've out we've over talked. Uh, one of the things that is extremely important when selling is. Uh, ground the problem emotionally in real world terms so everybody can understand it okay and this i'll use a really really silly example but it works um donald trump won on immigration because he he basically took the south park approach they took our jobs right um and that's something that's build the wall uh immigrants take jobs build the wall very simple it lands on a lot of people emotionally and and people bought that problem uh, and solution because it was simple. This is not simple. In reading, uh, it doesn't land effectively on the average person. 
Uh, and this is what happens when you have experts and economically literate. We, we've got to understand that our, our we're speaking to other, uh, you know, highly educated economists and things like that. This is the second part is when you have a sale in the bag, um, there is a tendency of bad salespeople to continue talking. Um, so the, the, the correct way to do a process like this would be, here's the problem in very simple terms that everybody understands. Here's how we provide the solution. Help support. Boom, boom, boom. Crystal clear. The problem is when you go, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Oh, also it does this. And also there's this. And also there's this. And also there's this. Well, if you had them sold at that, you are not going to sell them more on the also there's this, also there's this, also there's this. When you keep adding on talking points, the only thing you're ever going to do is lose people, not gain people. Does that make sense? Because you had them at sold. And if you keep talking, they're not going to be more sold. Sold is 100%. It's done. It's over. You're, you're, you're finished, right? So as they continue talking in this email, they hit on, they, they continue to find things that people might go, well, I don't necessarily agree with that. And that allows them to discredit the entire email. Um, if they were able to read it entirely, uh, effectively because of its length. What are your thoughts, Brian? So like we're looking at the the page right now. Um and this yeah. is why you need to be on YouTube, folks. If you haven't been on YouTube, go ahead because you get you're you're missing out yes. on the 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 video content. Um but no, for for the audio listener, so you look at the page right now, you have the banner, libertarian, the party of principles, so you, you know who it's coming from. You got three paragraphs. Uh second paragraph, you got the the bold type and then you have the 2.25 trillion dollar graphic here. Um like right about at that end of that $2.25 trillion graphic, that's how long the email should be. Um, there, there's it. no reason that this extra gobbledygook, the extra three paragraphs underneath the $2.25 trillion needs to be mentioned. And to your point, you do see this a lot with, unfortunately, bad salespeople, is that they do oversell. You can make the mm -hmm. argument up here about the issues that people are experiencing. You don't need to convince people that inflation's happening. They go to right. the grocery store and they experience it. So tell that story because who's reading this? It's not going to be your your to your point. Well, it might be that maybe is a problem too is that we're going specifically after people who already agree with us, not people who we need mm -hmm. to be trying to reach out to. But then and this this is the part that drove me the most crazy. And I think I even sent this to you when I when I first said, Jeremy, we're going to do this as an episode is the very last part of the, the uh, actual email, the call to action, support yeah. the Libertarian Party's messaging and candidates. So the first part that I'm seeing is the messaging part. But if I'm a savvy salesperson <laughs> yeah. and I'm looking at this email, I'm saying, why am I supporting messaging when the messaging looks like this? Mm -hmm. Number one. And then number two, it's unfortunate because you want to support the candidates. You want to go out and actually actively yes. help support those individuals who are out there running to make policy better. But this is not appealing to the candidates themselves. This is trying mm -hmm. to appeal. And, and this is where we lose people. This is trying to appeal to the hoity-toity economic literate person who knows yep. what the issues are. They know the policy and that's well and good, but that's not our market. And Candidly, we, we know from the data that we're not going to win alone by going after those people. So 
I got equally frustrated because this email, it completely missed the mark, not only in terms of what it was trying to do. I mean, if you're going to try to educate somebody, at least make it so you can see the, the coherent, you know, here we are, here's the pain. Here's how we're going to see that pain get agitated. Here's how we're going to show that there's a path forward. And here's the solution. This didn't even really paint that that well. This was very convoluted. I mean, the, the middle part of where we started going into the, the dirty details of, um, you know, many Americans are turning to crypto, uh, you know, looking at the American jobs plan. Like, it's almost like you're getting so far into the weeds that now people are getting confused. What am I supposed to do here? Am I learning here? Is this a, as a sales email? What am I, what's the call to action? And when you see the call to action, it doesn't make sense. And it has no coherent in really line with anything you've read beforehand. So it, it frustrated me, Jeremy. Um, so let's, let's look at this and not just be the people that we complain about. And that is the people who, okay. um, who just yell at, you know, angry man yells at cloud. Let's actually mm -hmm. show the way forward. How could we have done this email better. And when we're looking at this email, so the theme was in the, in the subject inflation and central planning is Biden's plan for infrastructure. So if I'm mm -hmm. a prospect in this case, in this case, I'm trying to get people to donate to the LP. What in that is going to help lead me to when we see the problem in the email actually start off with a, okay, I might want to go ahead and donate money here. So Jeremy, let's paint that picture. I mentioned, you know, saying to the average person who's going to the grocery store and seeing the bills going up and up and up as a maybe better way to start off. What are your thoughts to better tell the story? 100%. There's no emotional connection as you read through that. And it doesn't. So people don't care about facts, data, information, and things like when you speak in general terms of here's what's happening in the world today. No, what they feel is what's happening to them. So rather than talking about money printing, the Fed, the tr all of that, that is further down the road, right? What you have to connect with people on is what they are experiencing. This is what Spike says when he says, meet people where they are. Where people are is not reading the Wall Street Journal about rates and Fed. No, what they understand is that within just the last six months, life has become much more affordable for us. We can't find people to hire. My, my company over 10 locations is looking for 40 people and these are good paying jobs. Um, and we, we're we're lost. We're 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 just. What do we do? Um, and these are the things that people feel. They're working harder. They're working longer, and their money doesn't go as far as it used to. Until you actually encapsulate the pain in which they're feeling, they don't give a crap about the why, like what's causing it, what is behind it, because they don't know what, okay, how am I supposed to feel world. about this problem, right? It's not their world. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, well, and that's, that's where we lose them. Where that's, it misses the mark to begin yeah, with. I, I, and you, you took the words right out of my mouth, Jeremy. That's where we miss the mark because we are so focused on trying to get people to care about our issues. Like, we want them, and it's so obvious in this email, we want them to care about a 2,700-page uh, bill and the policies that are wound up in it. We want them to care about bloated bureaucracies. We want them to care about the Biden Buy American plan that's, uh, let's see, like, were they trying to make it like uh, kind of nationalist? Yeah, they're trying to make it a little nationalist. So like, you see that there was an attempt here to target a specific person. The problem is that specific person isn't the target market. It's not actually hitting somebody 
in terms of, oh, I see this to your point, the emotional appeal that this is me. And, and if we're going to just talk in this completely, you know, hoity-toity mentality, you know, from our ivory towers, your average person will not resonate with a message and they will look to somebody else. And that's where Trump won. And I, I get so pissed when I hear libertarians who go off uh, on Trump, you know, oh, he's an idiot. Oh, he was the worst. Like, time out. Trump was a brilliant marketer and he knew how to speak to people on issues that matter to them and make it seem, whether it was real or not, that he cared about those issues and he was going to take care of it for them. Absolutely. This speaks nothing to that. This just speaks like a, to your point, uh, uh, an, uh, not an article, a, uh, and a commercial you would see. There you go. Um, from mm -hmm. like a prescription drug company. I, I mean, yeah. good grief. There's no, uh, I wouldn't I, even I, put it on that level. Again. I would actually feel like, more afraid it's of the, more the, like, prescription it's more like a prescription drug. Yeah. It's more like a white paper that they, that they drop off. Right. Yes, this is, this yes. is a, this is a white paper on libertarian philosophy. And that is not where we win people in no. spikes words itself. People do not give a shit about what is libertarian and what isn't. That is not how it, they care about what is happening in their everyday lives and how can we help. So the correct way, if I were to redo this email would have been, over the last 18 months, government has forced us to be locked in our homes, decided whose work is essential and whose isn't, printed money to give out to everybody, and now we feel the consequences of it. Well, now what do they want to do? They want to double down and increase that twofold. Well, what do we think the outcome is going to be this time? Well, it's going to be more of this. If you'd like to help us prevent that, we will put out messaging in support of alternative currencies like Bitcoin. We will put out messaging and, and we need to be direct about the things we're going to stand against and the actions we're going to take. And then your call to action to ask for money and then you shut up. And we you could even talking. take half of this email and put it into some type of video content. I, like, yes, I, the fact that every email I get from LP it's National always a text email is so frustrating because video is the future. And if you're not using video, then what are you doing? Um, like go out. And I say that as somebody who was not using video until Chris goes mm -hmm. slapped me across the head back at the beginning of the year. <laughs> uh, like that is so apparent that if we are not taking advantage of the video medium, especially in mm -hmm. our fundraising emails, because then you can take the individual stories and take the story we're telling about the person who is feeling the pain and actually have somebody Absolutely. who is feeling the pain. Now it's, it's not just, Oh, this is a story. Now it's a real human. It's a real connection. And that will build up much more of an emotional appeal, which actually is the, the thing that people make the decision on when they go to that call to action. So yes, Jeremy, a thousand percent, we do have to do better. And I think looking at emails like this, it's again, not just trying to, to crap on it and crap on LP national, but trying right. to show a better way forward. So I think we did that. I think I Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and no, this is this is great on the email, but your video it brings up another recent uh, uh thing. Uh I uh when when Joe Biden announced his mandates, I started a fire on Twitter and I I, I did some swearing, but I basically said run an ad. We need to be running an ad. This is our moment to seize right here. And I got a lot of pushback from state parties that said, oh, with what money? You got money for an ad? And I go, I have seen this community raise that money. And that, uh, we ended up raising $30,000 in three days. Um, but then the can got kicked down the road to a month to where we missed the, the interval. And we had to hire some outside company 
who probably wasn't very libertarian in, in their belief system, to put together an, uh, an ad. And it was better than maybe I would expect, but for it had it it didn't compare to the free media that came from Spike's team and um the system is down podcast Dan Smots and, and the content that he put out for free in 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 hours. Okay. We have too many hands in the cookie jar. We have too many people signing off. We have too many people we're trying to please with this process. And that is what I think happened. That's that's how you get messaging and and emails like this is that everybody gets together in a room and they go, well, it should say this. Well, it should say this. Well, it should say this. And the only way you reach happiness is to just say it all. And that's a problem. <laughs> there is, there is, democracy is bad. It's, you need leadership. We need people who can step up and say, here's what our principles say. This is why companies have CEO structures. But as boards get bigger and more involved, things tend to go off the rails and companies lose focus. That's why small privately owned companies can be laser focused and execute. We have to change the way that we do this. We don't need 20 people signing off and, and having creative control over the information that goes out about the party. We need to decide, okay, so we can be agile and quick and to the point. And that this just reeks of bureaucracy. This letter reeks of bureaucracy. So we have to do a better job of removing that bureaucracy from the equation. And know your lane. Like, Jeremy, I don't know if you, yeah. you know this. I suck at math. Math's like been mm -hmm. always my just biggest, uh, you know, biggest issue trying to get through trig in uh, high school. Like, good grief. Like, oh, nightmares. And um, believe it or not, I never really volunteered Whenever um, you know we're going through in in you know business meetings to to do the math, I look to my 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 SE and I say, "You can do the math, Jeff. Have fun with the math." Mm -hmm. And um, and yeah. he can he can do the network stuff. You know, he can do all the the bandwidth you know calculations and such because that's what he's good at, and he mm -hmm. likes doing that, and he does it really really well. So that's okay because that's what he's good at, and I'm good at selling. So I say that because we see in the LP. People who maybe shouldn't be uh, the, the the sales folks are out there trying to sell, and you don't have to. It's okay. Like yeah, it's we're okay. at the point now where we have enough people in this movement who are, I would say, above average to you know pretty darn decent sales folks who we can we got this. We can we can lead forward with an uh, effective message. We need you though to help make this stuff work. So you know, go ahead and and run you know the the back end notes for the 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 party meetings and stuff like whatever it is that you need to do to to feel that you're doing something valuable. Go ahead and do it, but it doesn't have to be the thing you're not good at, and that's okay. Right? That yeah, because we suck at that. Right. I, I, I'm terrible at it. I That is my downfall. I am not detail-oriented on these nope. things, right? It, great salespeople aren't usually. There are different lanes and different personalities, and we need to be okay with supporting each other to get in that lane and dominate that lane. But we have to stop putting attorneys and, and lawyers and accountants in charge of our messaging. They're not. That's not what they're there for. They're important, right? I, and and, and uh, so the then the question comes, well, what if people disagree with the messaging? It's very, very simple. It's one question. Does this meet the standards of our party platform? That's it. If it meets the standards of our party platform, let the good salespeople put the content out. Only if it does not meet the standards of the party platform, 
should there be a discussion? It's that 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 that's where that that's the beginning and end of it for me as the party. And if it that discussion wants to escalate to the point of changing the platform, there's a process and a procedure for that. But if it just just put one or two people in charge, let the, if it meets the standard of the party platform, go run, be agile. Let the best communicators be in charge of communication. All right, that's fine. Fiery Jeremy Tom Good. is my favorite. Good. Jeremy, yes, uh, my friend. Um, this is why we we we're doing what we're doing, man. Um, and hey, what we're doing over at Cell Liberty, by the way. Um, I know your video watchers here; they're seeing you got your your Cell Liberty background that you rock there on Thursday evenings live on the Facebook. Right. Um, yeah, like oh, point it out. Eminem, there Eminem. you go. Reading what's how he, to win friends and influence people, baby. See, what's he reading? Little, little Dale, Dale Carnegie. Carnegie. What's That's that? What come on, man. Um, yeah, come on, man. I feel a little, little Joe Biden today. Um, but no, like the fact that what you're doing and what we're doing here with Chris and the marketing shows are solo shorts, the conversations, and I've said this a million times, I'm gonna say it again because this this isn't necessarily us so much as it is our audience now at this point, because yeah. the community that we're building up here of people who are taking away what what we know works. We see it work in, in the professional business world. And these are just, I mean, I, I look at sales and I hear people say it's a science. I hear people say it's an art and I say, well, you're both right, but also you're both yeah. wrong because I actually think there's a third part to it. It's an art. It's a science. It's also a performance and you need to master all three different aspects of it. And we're seeing the, the community that we've built up I, I see them out there actually mastering it in action on social media, mm -hmm. in the conversations they're having. Um, we have a brand mm -hmm. new sponsor here on, on the program, uh, the, the Nomad Network, part of Jason Stapleton's program. Uh, the conversations yep. on there are all high level sales business conversations. So the, the conversations mm -hmm. have changed. And now it's a matter of what are we going to do with it? Are we going to use the conversations that have changed more to building these solutions? And, and not ignoring the political route, but rather embracing it as part of the overall solution. Yes. Or are we going to fight amongst ourselves about stupid, <laughs> nonsensical things, uh, which candidly, I think we are all at the point we're tired of it. Um, I'm just so tired over the past two years, especially. Uh, I don't have time in the day for useful idiots anymore. Uh, we we have to do something different. And it, it starts yeah. with what we have been doing, what our community has been doing. So uh, kudos to you, Jeremy, for helping me with this Thanks entire so change. Thank you, Chris Goizetta, for uh, you helping with this entire change as well. Sales and marketing go hand in hand, both in the business world, but also in the political world. And, and yes, politics is sales and marketing. Hands down, mm -hmm. no questions asked. To pretend otherwise is to be ignoring the truth. That's my rant, Jeremy. So that being said- I love uh, it. Okay, continue the conversation. We want folks to be able to go ahead and follow you. Obviously, you're still running for the LNC at large position, Jeremy. So where can yeah. folks go ahead and learn more and support you along the way? Yeah, LNC at large uh, in Reno is what I am running for so that uh, we can put some voices like mine of leadership in the room. And my goal and mission is to address some of these bureaucracy issues to make the process of saying the things that libertarians need to say better, smoother, more effective, um, to hold leadership accountable, uh, to, to end some of the backhanded shadiness that's gone on over the last six months and potentially longer. Uh, but ultimately, my goal is to create a culture within the LP where I get voted out in two years because I am no longer the most qualified 
in it to, to do my job. I want to create a culture where we are bettering those around us to a point where the best can take the next step and, and pass the torch on. Um, we, we have to be focusing on developing our constituents, our members to a point where they can lead and be the best version of themselves in their, in their community. Um, so yeah, that, that's, that, that's it. So J Todd, the number four LNC is a website where you can see my platform all about that. Um, sell Liberty on Facebook. It's just sell Liberty. Uh, would love to uh, have some help with subscribing on the Cell Liberty YouTube um, and uh, check that out. We go live every Thursday night at uh, it's 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And yeah, that, that that's all so far. Oh, uh, can we give a shout out to Proud Libertarians? Always. Yes, please. Proud Libertarian yes. has been doing phenomenal work. You can see it right there. Jeremy's rocking. What is it? The fight so like this a is victor. Right. Yeah. If yeah. So here's the shirt. So for everybody on video, if uh, for everybody listening, if you don't know, uh, one of the leaders in the liberty movement um, just recently had a baby boy, uh, Dave Smith, and uh, his son immediately had to go into open heart surgery. Which for a tiny dude to go through that, holy cow! The 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 fighting spirit's got to be strong in him. He's doing well. He's at home now. Uh, and I just found it really inspiring. Not only uh, their son's fight, but they named him Victor. Uh, because they knew he would be a victor of both over this and in life. And so that inspired me to make Fight Like a Victor shirt uh, in the honor of that little guy. And all proceeds from Proud Libertarian um, uh, on the Fight Like Victor line, we have men's, women's, and little baby onesies. Uh, all proceeds will go to St. Jude's uh, Children's Hospital to help out other children uh, who may be in Victor's spot and have to fight way too early. So, yeah. Go, oh, great go, stuff. go pick up a fight like a victor uh, shirt or onesie. Yes, head over to briannicholshow.com. Head to uh, Proud Libertarian, the uh, link right there on the show notes. Uh, Jeremy, thank you, my friend. And folks, if you want to go ahead and continue the conversation with yours truly, well, please go ahead and follow me at B Nichols Liberty. Otherwise, please go ahead and share today's episode. Yes, we'll make sure we share this over on the Cell Liberty as well as Brian Nichols Show Facebook page and over on Twitter uh, where you can go ahead and follow yours truly and Jeremy as well. That being said, coming up tomorrow, we're going to have one of our past guests join the show. Who's it going to be? I don't know yet, so stand by. I, I call that a teaser if I ever heard one. With that being yeah. said, though, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Jeremy Todd. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe, too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life. Raise your hand if you've heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential 
and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docuseries highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the liberty movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholshow.com forward slash follow the science.